Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, they say you take your own responsibility to bring yourself some joy in your life, but uh, boy, did uh, I was going to say 15, but what is it, 23? But it's a squad of 32 and all of the management. They brought me so much joy in the weekend, and they've been doing it for a long, long time. And I'm just so delighted that the rest of the country have been moved as well. And um, I've asked for the text messages, for the questions and the comments to Sarah Hidani, a very big part of this Black Fern movement. Been in the sevens, as I said before, for a long, long time. Transitioned to fifteens, and oh, it's a great pleasure to. Well, I'm going to have to struggle here not to get too emotional because this is just. I know how much this means to the team. I know how much this means to the nation. And I want to do it justice. But Sarah Hidani joins us back at home now, taking a few deep breaths. Sarah, congratulations. Welcome in. Ah, uh, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me on. It's um, yeah, it's been pretty incredible the last few days, to be honest. All a blur. It is. It kind of still feels a bit surreal that um, yeah, a couple of days ago we were at a sold out Eden Park Stadium winning a World Cup. Um, I'm actually just heading driving back in the truck from the airport now. So, yeah. Um, listen, uh, this is a listener-driven program. Like your husband will attest to that. He listens every day. I know. G'day, Connor. You're probably driving. Um, we, I've asked for questions and comments, so just sit back and li- I'm going to do the comments first, and then I'll come at you with the questions. So some of them have got names to them, some of them haven't. If they haven't, they're usually first-time texters, which is great. Well done, Black Ferns. You've inspired. A nation. Fantastic Black Ferns win. They had more than one game plan, which in the end was a winner. Um, it's the proper job, done well, uh, and I love your approach into the final. You're all mega humble. Hey, Staffy, I just want to say to the girls how proud the country is of them. They are the epitome of everything that is good about rugby and people in the country. There's no managed responses. Win or lose, they play, look and act like they love it. I hope Silver Lake and New Zealand Rugby are looking at this and throw much more cash the women's way. Uh, one from Scott says, Sarah Hirani was an absolute beast at ruck time with the ball skills and step of a centre. She was world class and Stacey Fleula was clutch all game. Huge D and incredible offence. A message for Sarah Hidani. Thanks for converting me and all my mates to wonderful and an exciting brand of rugby that you and your team of heroes have shown. We are all new fans for life. From Mikey G, a regular one. Now i got some good ones too. After the first game against Wales, my wife texted me while I was on holiday in Aussie asking if we should go to the final. I said, yeah, just book the tickets. And she said, what if we aren't in the final? And I said, who cares? Just book the tickets. So we followed all the games and we made it to the final. So off we went with the kids to Eden Park for the first time. We were seated right in front of the game where the game ended and the crowd just went crazy. It goes down as the best sporting event I have ever been to. And I've been to all around the world watching sport and it's brought back the love of rugby for my wife and kids. Yeah. Um, 
Grant from I'm going to keep reading them. Grant from Christchurch. There wasn't a dry eye in our lounge after that game. I haven't had that feeling for a long time. Thank you so much from Grant in Christchurch. Uh, one from Andrew, my wife, and myself from Amaru watched the semi. As soon as the Black Ferns won, we booked flights, tickets, and accommodation. Cost us two and a half grand, worth every cent. Um, just absolutely love the game. And the last one I'll read to you is from Dino, a regular listener caller. Hi, staff. My 11-year-old daughter is a Hurricanes and Wellington supporter from the Naki. I'm so proud to now hear my daughter say I'm going to be a Blackfern dad when I'm older. Best year ever for her. That's a sample, Sarah Hirini. That's New Zealand talking to you. Sure, it's getting me a bit emotional listening to all those comments. Um, that is, I think that's been... The, one of the best things about the World Cup playing at home in Aotearoa is being able to um, just showcase what we're all about. Um, obviously, you've been a massive supporter of ours for a very long time, Staffy, and have seen it, but for the rest of New Zealand to, to feel it um, and to get, I suppose, a glimpse into what our team's about has been, been really special. And even before the final, we kept saying as a group, like, we've won already. We've, um, we've stolen hearts of Aotearoa, and that was probably other than winning the first final, was the number one thing that we wanted to do out of the World Cup. I think that's why you succeeded in winning the World Cup, because in a funny sort of way, while you'd like to win it, your goal was, and it's always been your goal in the sevens and now in the fifteens, to inspire the youth of New Zealand. And your highlights in rugby is looking in the stands and seeing kids, right? Definitely. Like the atmosphere that we've had at games has been um, some of the things that I'll remember for the rest of my life because of the, the kids hanging across the fence the, you can see the families have parked up um, up in, in Whangarei for the whole games. then you just see like all families all walks of life at Eden Park and everyone's just in such a good um, like they're, they're enjoying it, they're having a good time, they're enjoying the rugby, they're enjoying the festivities that sport brings. And yeah, it's been um, like even after the final whistle, just seeing the whole 42,000 people stay to watch us receive our, uh, the trophy was, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's hard to put into words. Um, we've had a lot of people asking about, I have to paraphrase because we have so many messages support and so many questions. Um, so I just sort of want to go chronologically. Obviously a, a glittered and successful Sevens career. You've played a few games of 15s for the Cyclones, a few games of um, 15s for Super Rugby Opiki, but then the, the full-on commitment to 15s, uh, the World Cup. How hard was that transition? It was pretty challenging actually but I think more so having to try and get back up after um, a couple of losses and sevens wasn't very easy and we only spent two nights at home and then went straight into a World Cup campaign and um, so that was quite hard I had to learn a whole new game plan but I loved actually really enjoyed the challenge of um, having to earn my my spot every week um, having to make sure I knew my, my stuff before we were headed off to training and um, yeah, there was a few few times I wasn't sleeping too much because I was trying to make sure that I knew everything. But yeah, obviously paid off, and I was just really grateful I got to have a fair bit of game time. You sure did, and um, I watched you pretty closely playing, and I felt like you were getting better every chunk of eighty minutes that you played, and it culminated in a wonderful final. Did you go into the World Cup final thinking or knowing I've got to go for eighty? 
uh, obviously the French game was the first time that I'd played 80 minutes of the yellow card and things like that that had happened in other games and um, geez I was cramping up a storm <laughs> um, so I thought Man, I really need to try and do something to make sure I don't cramp up in the final and I did but um, yeah it was just, just to be able to like last the game to be able to get the full um, full full eighty minutes experience has been it's been amazing and it probably makes me appreciate all the players that play high level Super Rugby week in week out. It's bloody tough on the body and you're constantly up and then you're having to get down and um, yeah it's a bit of a roller coaster to be honest. Um, I took some notes from some callers. We talked talk back. Um today and as you know we have an open line but it was all black ferns as it was last week as well. Ed from Tolaga Bay said he doesn't know why but he was watching you at the last moment of the game that line out and he said you went ballistic can you even <laughs> remember that moment? It's so funny you say that I got sent in the video and I look like a six year old getting something for Christmas that I've always wanted but uh, honestly I've rewatched it because it was so hilarious. I don't even know what had I obviously know what had taken over me but yeah, if you if you see the video mate it's it's bloody good. <laughs> Some other mentions, uh Joey said um yeah, bearing in mind these listen, these callers are all massive sports nuts, that's why they listen to the show. Uh Joey said the most satisfying thing I've ever witnessed in my lifetime. And Dave from Palmy said he wasn't engaged with women's rugby at the start of the tournament. Now he's a life member. Um, it's you're changing things. And I said to you last week, uh, I just messaged you, and I and I think I said something like, "Win or lose, uh, you've already won." This mm. this moment, and I feel really lucky to have lived through this moment. We'll look back on this moment. I feel in ten and twenty years' time, and say, "Remember that day." Yeah. The, this World Cup is going to be something that gets talked about for a very long time um, because of the way that people's mindsets have changed. We've been able to showcase the most exciting rugby um, that I think probably the country hasn't seen for a very long time and it's sparked energy that we've needed. Um, and I think, yeah, it's going to be the start of a very, very special journey for women's rugby in Aotearoa. Some more questions that are coming. Uh, how did you keep your cool with all of the pressure and stress during that final? Oh, I can think it probably come. like I had. I don't want to sound selfish, but I had nothing to had nothing to lose. I went into the World Cup knowing that I was just was there to enjoy myself and try and play as best of the rugby that I could for the team. And so by the time we got to the final, it was actually it was probably the least nervous I'd been in the whole World Cup because. I didn't have to worry about doing the haka in front of everyone. Um, I knew knew my game plan, and we I knew we'd already won. We I knew we'd changed um, changed Aotearoa for the better, and so like I I actually got to really enjoy the experience and um, yeah, and just be able to I suppose be free, which was a bloody nice feeling. I've I've spoken to a number of people that were at the ground, and they've been to the ground countless times. Um, but you've never experienced atmosphere. You've never experienced crowd like that. And being in the middle of the field with all four stands full, generating energy, and you're the fulcrum, you're the landing point of that energy, uh, did it take your breath away? Yeah, like even now I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. I can I can feel the energy that I felt on Saturday night. The, um, that, yeah, the atmosphere would be 
the most electric thing that I've ever experienced to be able to know that people were turning up and like just the chant, the Black Ferns chant that was going on, the defense chant that was going on, <laughs> everyone on the edge of their seats. And I, I actually remember looking up um, when they got their second line out in, I don't know, the 79th minute or whatever of the game. And everyone, I've I seen everyone stand up on the edge of their seats and I'm like, wow, that is, that's, that's pretty special. And then obviously um, my great Hurricanes Polar teammate plucked the ball out of, I don't know where, um, to win us the game. So, yeah. Tactically, we weren't challenging their line out and they were scoring these tries. Uh, Amy Cocaine got three, I think, didn't she? Um, was there a change and said, we've got to challenge, we've got to, we've got to do something here? Yeah, like to be honest, we probably played some average rugby um, in that final, and we're a bit disappointed with with certain things. But yeah, that obviously they'd got them all the first time, didn't score from it. They, I think I gave away the penalty or something like that. Um, so they got the second try at it, and we just said, man, if, if we let them all, they're going to score, and then that, that's us done. And Joe, as she casually is, just said, I'll just go up for it, and we were like, okay. <laughs> so she did. My, uh, Crystal Murray lifts her, then catches the rebound that Joe's tapped the ball back, and then yeah, obviously the rest is history. Oh, just I, I remember that <laughs> moment. The person I was watching with, um, I, I I'm going to say I couldn't watch, but I did because I just thought <laughs> it's England's ball. The five meters out, bugger! I, I'd almost written it off, but Joe didn't. Yeah, no, and it, I think that was the the best thing about our whole squad, like thirty two men squad, is there was constant belief that like we we could win the World Cup, and there was a lot of confidence from our coaching staff that um, like the whole time they were just like pumping it into us that believe it because it's going to happen, you're going to make this happen, everything that we've practiced for will turn out the way it's supposed to be, and yeah, we, we, when you've got that getting drilled to you every day of the week and that you've, you see signs of it um, yeah it's pretty hard not to be confident to just execute a role. Not wanting to take away from what's just happened because I do want to live in this moment but going forward I know you'll have a break but there's an amazing opportunity here and I've seen opportunities missed in the past and I'm going to point to the All Whites making World Cups and not cashing in on the popularity of it. This is a no brainer isn't it? And, and you haven't had time to even think about it or research it, but we've already had calls for a, a three-test series, England come here, or Black Ferns go there, or a quadrangular with the four semi-finalists up in the Northern Hemisphere. Find a window. The people will come. I've talked to an English journalist this morning, and he said the place in England is gagging for more women's sport, their football, their cricket, and now the rugby. Now's the time, said Hidani. Now's the time. That's it. It's... It's here. We're making it happen on our part, um, and yeah, the more that people get involved in it, we just need to keep keep pushing it, keep rising it. I think um, you see the English um, women's football team is selling out ninety thousand seat stadiums, and um, I know that the Black Ferns can do that. Um, and yeah, just need to make it happen. Um, final question, and it's a, a nice, light, easy one. Someone's texted and, and said the Rugby World Cup's over, diet's out the window, what's your big feed going to be today? <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a really nice wonton noodle soup 
it was probably my first meal since before the game on Saturday. So, um, but yeah, a little cheeky feeder makers doesn't go astray either, though. No, there you go. There you go. Little drive through, <laughs> sneaky one. Hey, Sarah Hirani, um, I've been so proud of everything that you've done and achieved and the way you've worked and set goals and achieved goals. Missed goals, been disappointed and bounced back from those as well. I couldn't be more delighted for this wonderful group that you've you've shared with us over these last few weeks. And I'll give the last word to you, uh, a message out to the people there that you've, you've totally encapsulated. Oh, just thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We've absolutely loved representing Aotearoa on the biggest stage possible. Um, and I'm just absolutely stoked that we could keep Nancy um, here in Aotearoa for, for another few years. And I hope we've represented um, everyone across the nation because we've absolutely enjoyed uh, wearing the black jersey in, in Aotearoa. And long may the, the journey of women's rugby continue. Awesome. Gossi, um, enjoy your time reconnecting with uh, Connor and Booker. I'm sure they've missed you a lot. Um, and enjoy the beach. And um, thank you so much for joining us so quickly after a, a wonderful, wonderful tournament. Uh, I really appreciate you. Awesome, mate. Thank you so much for having us on. Cheers. Sarah Hidani, the wonderful um, Black Fern. And there's just another example of... Um, Leading us into their world so soon after a Rugby World Cup final. We're not even 48 hours through, and um, in they come. What is it, 36 hours? Uh, Stacey Flula was on with the breakfast show this morning, if you want to go back and have a listen to that. But um, Sarah Hidani, I just find her so inspiring, so level-headed, but so appreciative. And um, I think a lot of codes and sports and sports people probably were sitting back watching what's been going on over the last couple of weeks and hopefully they can take a page out of their book and how to <clears throat> engage us as New Zealanders because when they do, look what happens. Look at the support that rallied, the atmosphere that was achieved and the desire for more. People will come back. We'll take a break and we'll be back after that. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal or... Get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.